Hello, you are listening to IRLUK, um, the podcast about real life stories uh, presented by two of the illest people in London today. Yeah. <laughs> We've already had to start the show three times already because uh, I keep coughing. Uh, right. If you are interested in IRL, please join us socially. Mm, how modern. Yes. Uh, we've set up our, our, we've sorted ourselves out basically. You can find us on Facebook, IRL Podcast UK, and also you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Both of the tags are at IRL underscore UK underscore podcast, which is possibly the most annoying. That's a fantastic name. How did you come up with that? It's so smart and sassy and modern. A lot of uh, underscores there, I'm afraid. I really like it. I quite like an underscore. I'm going to love them. I prefer them to a dash. (laughs) Okay, fine. We're here to discuss uh, some incredible real-life stories you might have seen in magazines, like Closer, Take a Break, just in like that little weird news tab. On, uh, on the internet. Mm, the internet is a plethora of real life stories and they're all fantastic. Yeah, we have got quite a lot. So we're going to kick off. And we did tweet yesterday that we wanted people to send us stories they wanted us to discuss. And um, long time listener, first time tweeter, um, Izzy Sampson has oh, sent us this one. What a gal. <laughs> She's a great gal pal of ours. I think it's because I said Anna would prefer without poo. So she sent me the most pooey story Oh, ever. she just... She just fucking Googled poop stories. Yeah. So this is back from 2011. This isn't a modern one. Oh, I don't care for modern ones anymore. Okay. Anna, a man mm. who defecated on a dead hedgehog in the street in the middle of the day coolly gave the arresting officer his reason. What do you think his reason for pooing on a dead hedgehog was? Uh, it was dead. Yeah. It, no, it was dead. It right, was dead. Okay. That's dead. a question. That's not the reason. No, You shouldn't dead. just do it because it was dead. Dead hedgehog. Uh, well, I... I mean, I'm struggling. Okay. Um, I'm caught up on... I'm caught up on a lot of feelings, emotions. Mm. Uh, i got a lot going on. It's yeah. bringing back a lot of bad memories of when oh, my mum and me used to feed the hedgehogs milk <laughs> outside the back door and cat food. They and love what, cat food. What if you pick um, on one of your hedgehogs? Oh, I didn't. I'm no going to tell chance. you what Victor Ford said to police officers when they found him. How old's Victor Ford? He sounds he old. Why is, is he doing 34. that? 34. Um, who named a baby Victor 34 years ago? <laughs> Oh, sorry, it, this was three years ago, so Mi- 37 years ago. Mr and Mrs Ford. Fast mm. maths there. Thank you. Um, he, Victor <laughs> Ford told police, mid-pooing on a dead hedgehog, oh. when you've got to go, you've got to go. Just <clears throat> don't go there. Just, Just take go. one step. To, like, take a foot. Just go a foot sideways. All right. Do you want me to tell you what happened? I went yeah, straight sorry. in with the big guns. I've told you about I'm it already. Cross. You've heard the main important bits of the story. Basically, they found 34-year-old Victor. Um, a police was walking around Spalding where this happened and uh, looked over and saw um, that this man was walking around with his pants hanging down. Oh, for God's sake. So he was like, oh, another flasher. Because in like villages, Classic you know. pervert. Yeah. Uh, and when he got over there, he, he this is the policeman, said he saw fresh human feces. Oh, give me a breath. Like, <laughs> I nearly said something gross, which actually, I'm not, can't. Okay, fine. Can't. On the top of a dead hedgehog. Oh, um, there was a woman nearby in a house who would have had a clear view. So basically, they had to do him for outraging public decency. Yeah, I don't care if no one saw him. I don't mm. care if... I literally don't care what happened, but he should not be doing that and he should be arrested and thrown into jail and the key <laughs> chucked into the ocean. I'm not cool with it. Victor disagreed. He pleaded oh. not guilty yeah, in court, nice which is great because it means you get loads of hilarious solicitor quotes. Oh. And his solicitor, Anita, told the court he doesn't have any recollection of events of that day due to the amount he had been drinking. Oh, I should have known. I should have known this was down to alcohol. I know. Always drink responsibly. What's the matter with you lot? We've all been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I suppose. Not quite. <laughs> well. on a dead hedgehog. I haven't been there. Um, District John... 
district judge, John Stobart, fined him £100 and ordered him to pay £85 costs and also a £15 victim surcharge. Who is the £15 going to the Hedgehog's family? Because it really ought to be. Because that is not how that guy... that. Hedgehog wanted to be remembered. No. Um, sadly, this goes into like, it's like this pot of money that they give to victims of stuff and he that just got put into that. So oh. if something happened to you, like you got punched in the face, you might be getting £15 of Victor's money yeah. that he paid for pooing on a hedgehog. But so the, That's how the victim's purse works, whatever right. it's called. So that hedgehog is like... Uh, listen, Hedge. I'm imagining it like Sylvanian families. This family, a weeping mother, mm. hedgehog, wearing like a black <laughs> veil being reassured by her hedgehog husband walk into the police station mm. and the policemen or policeman not a police hedgehog right no okay, this is real I'll life Anna. IRL in real life know, not Sylvania in, families okay and so they walk into the police station and the policeman gently takes him into a room and says yeah. Oh, we've got some bad news, Mrs. Prickles. I assume it's Mrs. Prickles. <laughs> I presume that's what her well, name is. Well, what else would it be? Yeah. Uh, we found your son. Yeah, turns out he's dead. He oh, did die. Yeah. But there's poop all over him. And Victor says, Soz, it's just a mess. I know. Victor gave him 50. Fifteen pound would have gone a long way in the hedgehog to community. A hedgehog, yeah. Imagine the acorns you could buy. So the house acorns. you could build out of an old coconut, <laughs> for <Fine>. example. <laughs> Final word from a. Judge Stobart, he told Victor, if there's any more behaviour like this, the courts won't treat it as an oddity. They'll treat it very seriously. If you ever find yourself in this situation again, go out of sight. So basically, Anna, what they're bothered about is not the hedgehog, that the fact that he did, care it, less about did it in public. If he takes dead hedgehogs into his house and poos on them, he can do it as much as he wants. I mean, I can't believe they're even th- suggesting it might happen again. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm embarrassed for Victor and mm. I'm sad and... I want to wish Mr. and Mrs. Prickles a happy, wholesome life ahead of them. I'm and sure they're listening. Yeah, I think the so. The tiny thumbs used the on their iPhone. The smallest headphones. Adorable. Yeah, adorable. <gasps> adorable. Speaking of adorable... Okay. Uh, this is adorable. <laughs> so, what I said. Uh, oh, this is sad as well. Uh, I'm f- oh, <laughs> have God. you just read it? I love when you think something's something and then you read the next no, paragraph. No, I, like, oh, I have actually read The whole read way this, through? The whole way through. So you know what country we were in? Not like another... Remember that time you forgot whether you were Do in America Do you know what? I'm going to be honest. I, I'm not 100% sure what country... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, wait. I thought it said Atlanta, but it said Santa. So don't worry about that. So I don't know where it is. All right. Full-time professional. Doesn't matter, though. Mother threatened by lawyers after son tells classmates... Well, disclaimer, by the way. If there are any kids listening, cover your ears. Cover your ears. After son tells classmates, Santa ain't real. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you tell that me. I was going to do this story. So oh, in case you're worried or uh, upset. No, shout out to my auntie Vicky, who drunk revealed to me uh, that Father Christmas wasn't real when I was about six years old. Uh, I think I was old. Yeah. I think I was a teenager. No, you I think weren't. I was at secondary school. No, Everyone was weren't. smoking around me doing <laughs> doobies or checking out like hot boys at the skate park. And I was writing up my list for Father Christmas. But you know when yeah. everyone's... I don't know why, but people were like talking about how he's not real, man, or whatever. And mm. I was just going... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> like trying to pretend that I knew as well. Embarrassed for you. But um, so, don't know where this happened. Uh, but <laughs> this woman has been sued. Sounds uh, like America to me. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was thinking that. Mm. I don't like to assume, mm. but I'm going to assume. Mm. Um, this mother ha- could not predict the backlash she'd receive when her six-year-old son decided to tell all his classmates, disclaimer, that there's no no such thing as Santa. 
Uh, she's revealed everything everything she's been through since this happened. Mm. She she took to Reddit. What's the six year old boy called? Uh, if he's not called anything, can we call him Little Bobby? Little Bobby, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's appropriate because he's a little shit. No, he's but like he a cute told boy, little boy. He told everyone. No I know, but imagine if you thought you had the hottest bit of gossip oh, that you have ever actually. heard in your entire six years. You couldn't years keep it to Earth. yourself, six years no. old or otherwise. Good boy. Like, Kids, got something big for you today. Oh. I'd have, I'd just gather okay. everyone around. I like little Bobby. All right. Uh, she wrote on Reddit, last week my first grade son, oh, first grade, America. Mm. Unless she's saying my first grade son, like, <laughs> he's a great son. I don't know. Uh, last week my first grade son told a group of kids, Santa does not exist. Yeah. Today via courier, brackets, not mail. I don't know Ooh. why she's put that, but courier um, seems important. Well, it's a legal writ, so I think that's what has oh, to happen. I so think... it, can't just tur- it can't just go royal no. mail. Have you not seen those FedEx. things where like famous people are at press conferences and like people run over to them and shove oh it in Oh my God, hands. I love it when that happens. I never and thought about yeah, it. And it's legal writs because you have to do it in person. <sighs> that's why. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. No, it's good for me to learn important adult <laughs> stuff. Uh, today via courier, I received a rather threatening letter from a well-known local elite law firm Threatening, sw- oh, I keep saying sweet instead of suit. It's not a bathroom suite. <laughs> it's a lawsuit. Uh, due to emotional damage, flagrant disregard to parental rights and facilitating the loss of innocence of child wonderment. It's a lot of, oh, <clears throat> a lot of big words there. Oh, I really struggled. Fa- Could you tell? <laughs> oh. Favourite though, wonderment. I oh. love, you'll hear it again in a minute. Okay. She added, I should mention that one of the kids uh, is related to a lawyer at the law firm. So I see what's happening here. Someone's trying to get some money. Um, And as if that, it says, and as if that weren't enough, Mm. she's not regular English. Uh, She continued, the letter has eight kids' names that were traumatised in little quotey, quotey marks (laughs) by my son's negligent actions, quotey marks, and demands that he stay away from them all. He is never to interact with them again. Wait, he has legally been told he can't hang out with six people in his no, class. No, he basically has to be school, school, schooled, homeschooled, school schooled. Oh my Home goodness! Homeschooled is what I'm trying to say. What's the matter with me? Um, here's the icing on the cake, though. In lieu of the suit, mm. the letter states that I need to pay for a fully interactive Santa experience. <laughs> quotey marks, whereby I hire a hired Santa will be hosted at one of the kids' houses for a Santa experience. <gasps> quotey marks, where he hands out presents at my bloody expense, sings songs with all eight kids, and offers general Christmas cheer. So that's nice. That's terrible because she should counter sue, which I've heard is what some American mm. people do. Nice, because that lawyer man is basically making a liar of Bobby. Oh, you're right. He's saying, you're going to have to stand little Bobby in a room. Well, not in the same room, because they're not allowed to see each other. Exactly. And, um, like, basically say to these kids, Bobby was lying, Santa is real. Also, if they're, like, six... Like, they're going to find that sooner or later anyway. Yeah, so it's going just... to be a double lie. Their, kid, their parents are going to say, no, no, little Bobby was lying. Santa is real. Yeah. Come to this party, meet Santa. And then in like a year or so, a drunk Auntie Vicky is going to start whispering about it at a party. And they're going to overhear and they're going to be like, double lie. Yeah. To- they're going to be like, up one minute, down one minute. Full of wonderment. No wonderment. No like, wonderment. They're, they're not going to know what's going on, poor love. Breeding crack addicts. Yeah. Very much so. I mean, mm. it's a it's a bit of a, a sweeping statement from Rihanna in there, but <laughs> this sort of behaviour is breeding crack addicts. Absolutely. There's absolutely no reason to. There's no. There's no nothing to support that. But no, I mean, I think that that is you know chart parent issues. I mean, think yeah. of the daddy issues on that. Oh, there's just tons of them. Oh my goodness. Loads. Well, I'm. On, I don't know about you. I'm on Bobby's side. Yeah, I, I totally am because it's out of order. Like 
Though I do love Christmas and Santa, so I'm torn. But we still love Christmas. Yeah, even true. Though we know. Actually, I like it more now. The that... deep dark truth. Now I prefer it. Now I know there isn't some uh, middle-aged, fat, bearded man creeping into my room at night, checking out my stockings. Can we just say as well, it's about Jesus anyway. Oh, and he's God, definitely yeah. real, so... Oh, d- did I ever tell you... Mm. Did I ever tell you that um, until about the age of... Around the same time I thought Santa's real, <laughs> yeah. because my dad's a carpenter, I mm. thought I was the female version of Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if you, I ever told you that, but I swear on my life, that isn't just... I honestly, for a while, was convinced. Your mum's not called Mary. No. What's your mum's job? Oh, well, she really stayed at home to bring us up. But like then Mary. She, yeah, like Mary. Um, but she has got... She did have three kids before me, so that's a virginal. <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about my mother's um, sexual status, please. You're the one who said the You're word right. mother and sexual status I to the same I am embarrassed center. and ashamed. She, luckily, she would literally never listen to this because she can't even use the TV remote, let alone get on a computer, <laughs> so we're fine. Perfect. Um, I'm going to bring some wonderment into your life also, oh. but in a different way. Okay. Are you, though, or is it gross? No. Sometimes you double bluff me and it stresses me out. <laughs> this isn't gross. This is actually brilliant. Okay. okay. So um, I used to work at a local paper, and um, you'll see that a lot of the stories that I tell on IRL are from local papers because sure. they get the best stuff. Yeah. Um, and this was um, <clears throat> from a paper that I worked at just before I got there. Ah. Oh. And I remembered this story. I was talking to a friend about it and um, I thought I had to bring it onto the show. Absolutely. I'm excited. And also, I've got a little exclusive twist that not everyone knows what happened. <gasps> so, oh my God, insider information. IRL exclusive. This is dreamy. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> John, excuse me. Sorry about <laughs> our terrible coffee. as well. It's disgusting. I just have a glug of water. Okay, Carry you have on. a little glug. John Hatfield, 46, um, was driving down a road in a place called South Ferris Ferries. In, it's near Chelmsford in Essex. Oh my God, yes. I know that, yeah. Yeah, SWF to their mates. Lovely. Um, this is back in 2005. Simpler days. Oh, year, year 10. That would have been for me. Yeah. Liverpool won the Champions League. Mm. Um, and uh, as you well know. Sure. And um, he, <clears throat> Monday morning, he's driving down the road. Um, all of a sudden, extreme pain in his face. Oh no. Because what's happened is a sausage has flown through his car window, struck him in the face and broken his nose. Yeah. Where did it come from? Well, well, sorry. I'm getting to. I'm blown away by this. So basically, this this story started in Essex and then it went nationwide. Yeah, it's great. Because everybody was like, how did this happen? Um, A paramedic said the man was simply driving home from work with the window open because it was a warm day. He saw a car coming in the opposite direction. Next thing he knew, (gasps) a searing pain in the nose. He lost quite a lot of blood from his injury. And then basically they looked down and they found a frozen sausage in the footwell. I, sh- I was going to ask if it was frozen because I feel like just a, a chilled sausage wouldn't do that much no. damage. And also, it struck him on the sunglasses. Oh, so it like really shizer. bashed into his nose. God, um, that poor guy. Actually, quite serious. He could have lost control of his car. Oh, and crashed. Uh, yeah, an absolute mess. Okay. So, what was your insider information? So, I know, oh, I know sorry. how, I know what happened actually, and it's actually un- incredible. But firstly, I want to, I want you to speculate on hmm. how you think a sausage might have flown. Through a car window going at a decent... <coughs> I think it's through a village. It's about 30 miles an hour, but decent. Oh, for That's sure. That's a small space, half yeah. a metre. You've got to get that in. Well, I mean, I mean, I know I blame youths for everything, but yeah. was it just a youth <clears throat> mucking about? Well, it was a youth mucking about, but not how you may think. This is even more incredible. What? He didn't have it inside his... No, inside his body, anywhere. Oh, this is like, this is like Jonathan Creek. Uh... I'm just I'm imagining the worst case scenario, and the worst case scenario is, is the youth had a frozen sausage up his bottom. 
and his bottom. <laughs> and propelled it towards... I don't know, I'm confused. Like the ping pong girls. Yeah, I guess. I hadn't really thought loads about it, but then it wouldn't be fully frozen still because it's hot i don't know tell oh me please goodness. immediately so essentially what happened was actually more whimsical than you could imagine oh, okay a little kid was on a trampoline what on the other side of the road no a fruit eater so i don't know why i can't remember it basically it was in the papers yes it's chronicle time exclusive but yeah, yeah. no everyone was bored by then everyone already knew oh. the story about the frozen sausage no one cared how it happened oh. a little kid was bouncing up and down the trampoline had a frozen sausage in his hand Oh, Why? I knew you were going to ask that. Well, who wouldn't know. ask that? Anyway, it flung out of his hand yes, over a fence because he was on a trampoline, out, and the exact projectile meant that oh. at the exact moment, poor old Dave was, uh, sorry, John was driving past. Yeah, yeah. It went for his uh, for his window and uh, broke him on the nose. So no- nothing to do with the other car that went by, which no, is what everyone thought. No, that was a red herring. Oh, bloody red herring. I know. Um... I am going to need you to find out why the kid was wielding a frozen sausage, though. Because okay. that's dangerous. Surely that's like asking for food poisoning. I don't know. I think maybe they're having like a barbecue in the back garden. Still, why? Like a kitchen. No one should be holding raw meat. All right. I'm going to write a note to myself. Yeah. If you could just find it. And I know you're not writing a note because I, um, I just watched you fake I'm writing write. a note now. Ask She's Neil. She's fake writing. Neil. Thank you. Sausage. Thank you. Kid. Who's Neil? Neil <laughs> just yeah. knows all about the sausages. <laughs> Neil is the uh, was the local reporter on the ground at the time. Oh God, what a scoop! I know, he's such a scoop. I hope he got a promotion. Yeah, or I, his own paper. I hope uh, John's nose is back in shape. God, what a mess! Mm. God, you just—I mean, rough at the time, but mm. pretty—you'd still. I think you'd still have to laugh straight away. But what a story to tell at parties! Mm. You know, when they do that annoying thing where they're like, oh. When you go around a room or at a new work, at a new job or something, yeah, or at a yeah. party, and they're like, "Tell us something interesting about yourself." I'm mm. always stumped, but now I'm going to say the Jesus thing probably because I just remembered that. <laughs> but um, you got a lot. You got to tell a lot of stories. Your mum invented the phrase "tummy banana." Yeah, gross. Um, you uh, used to write Hanson fan fiction. Oh, and Boys Own. Yeah, Thank there's you. a lot of things. I suppose. But you, you'd, you'd just say I, my nose got broken by a kid throwing a frozen sausage at me. I think, I think you'd I, have to. Yeah, but not the, not intentionally, Anna. No, just a no, total sorry. Accident. I'm assuming this kid was a, a big bastard, but absolutely not. Do we know mm. if it was boy or girl? Mm, no, but I think I'm just going to say boy. I just assumed as well for some yeah. reason. How weird is that? Mm. Okay, so in light of um, this week's David Cameron disaster, uh-huh. I think we can call it. Mm. Uh, if you're not familiar with what happened, I don't want to go into it a great deal because quite honestly, it's disgusting. I'll say it if you want. Well, yeah, you say it then. The Prime Minister put his dick in a pig's mouth, allegedly. Dead, by the way. I oh, yeah. Decide for yourselves whether that's worse. Because pigs have really sharp teeth. Yeah. Have you seen... Because oh. all those... What is it? Um, oh. There was that woman who... Uh, or a man, I can't remember. Someone in Canada, basically. Sure. Um, killed loads of people, but um, used to feed them <gasps> to the pigs... Yes. And then used to give the sausages, used to have uh, like big um, cookouts oh. and used to like feed the pigs to like the whole community. And everyone was like, oh yeah, great. Bringing that one in next week. Yeah, bring it. Make a note. Bring it. An actual one. Oh good. She's, Pig she's writing. She's got it. Pig woman. Um, so in light of all that, we're not going to talk about that just because we don't do celebrity stuff and the PM is technically a celebrity, mm. as disgusting as this story is. Mm. Um, I found something along similar lines. Uh, pregnant woman claims she was raped by a pig. I'm giving birth to a piglet, she says. What? Yeah. So she thinks the... Oh, sorry. It's absolutely fine. This is... Oops, sorry. Oh, I've punched the microphone twice. How professional. Um, So, a young woman Mm. uh, from Texas 
Yes, you got the place. Yeah. Okay. Nailed it. A young woman has claimed that she is pregnant with a pig's baby. Uh, speaking with Ellis County News, which sounds very good, mm. uh, the Texan <laughs> claimed that she came home from a night of playing miniature golf. This story just, just when you think it's getting good, it just gets better. Yeah. She's been playing miniature golf all night. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Not tons to do I in love Texas, maybe. Golf. Yeah, it's great fun. Oh my God, so much to do in Texas. Oh, okay. But just go like in saaloons with cowboys, I presume. And just wear chaps. Yeah. Just wear leather chaps and yeah. go on. What's that horse Ride thing balls. Called? No, not Rodeo. actual balls. Rodeo, that's safer. Uh, so she came home from a night of playing miniature golf when she was pounced on by a £400 boar named Pete. £400? Yeah, a big boy. Oh, my God. Uh, she went on to allege that the pig raped her, leaving her pregnant with his baby <gasps> or piglet. We oh, don't know yet. That is disgusting. Angie said, This pig's been hot for me for years, <laughs> constantly sniffing at my genitals. <laughs> He's tried to rape me a hundred times. This is just the first time he successfully got inside of me. Oh, my God. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. I mean, that quote got worse and worse, and then it finished on, got on inside and of also, me. And also, get over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> this pig's been hot for me for years. Get over yourself. Get over yourself. Absolutely disgusting. There's plenty more pigs in the sea than you. I know. I can't believe she thinks that. Mm. Anyway, so, um, unsurprisingly, mm. Angie's parents are supporting her claims. Yeah. Uh, in fact, oh, this is sad, actually. Uh, in fact, her father was so incensed when he heard what happened that he went out and butchered Pete <laughs> straight away. Wait, the pig's called Pete? Yeah. Amazing. 400-pound boar called Pete. Uh, speaking to the news site, Don allegedly said, Angie knows she can't have sex until she's married, <gasps> and she promises she hasn't. Oh. I think we're starting to uh, get an idea what's going on here, Ange. Um, after this incident, I butchered Pete out. Butchered him out. I don't know what out means, but what he's, does that mean? he's gone. Out. The ba- oh, this is rough. The bacon I made him into is helping feed Angela and her baby. After all, she's eating for two now and needs a lot of extra meat. Right, if what happened... Is that she was raped by yeah. um, Which Pete the pig. She wasn't, obviously. Obviously. Um, that, and this is what the dad believes. That means the baby inside of her oh, is getting sorry. fed her on, it, papa. on her, its dad. Yeah, so the, ho- the, the thing behind this is obviously bananas. Bananas. So basically, what's happened here? Mm. Angie's from a respectable uh, Texan family. Mm. Uh, Don, that keeps a pig in the that house. That keeps a wild boar loose. Mm. Um... Don and his wife, mm. I don't know what her name would be. I feel like Maigret. Maigret, yeah, fantastic. Um, have, have brought her up to say absolutely no sex before marriage. Mm. That's not how we do it down here in Texas. Keep that flower. Yeah, keep it, keep it real nice. And what's <laughs> happened, I think we can all see what's happened here, Ange, is you've got a little drunk on punch. Mm. You've had a roll around in the hay mm. with old, um, what's that Texan man's name? I mean, I was going to say Bobby. We just had a Bobby. Brent! Brent. Yeah, Brent from down the road yeah. lives in the, the farmhouse down the road. Yeah. You've had, you've fooled around. You've had a bit of a good time in the hay bales. You and me have been watching a lot of Friday Night Lights yeah. at the moment, and uh, they're all sleeping with each other, even though they're all like 15. They're animals. Yeah, and they, well, they look but, like 30. I mean, not, so fine. not actual animals, in as in this situation. Not <laughs> I mean, that's animals. a real animal. Yeah, I mean, Texan people know they like to do it, apparently. Yeah. Just judging on this story and Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights. Lights. Um, so basically what's happened Angie's not allowed to have sex before marriage she's not married she's got pregnant and she's brought this poor pig R.I.P into mm. the situation so people think that she was raped by a pig instead of had sex poor out fucking of Pete the pig I know it's so out of order I might not eat bacon today yeah just today but n- in tomorrow I have hashtag plenty hashtag in memoriam yeah so she, but the thing is 
We know it's we know it's lies already. Yeah, just it's I mean, mental. Obviously. It's crazy. Obviously, there's not a pig inside her. Well, she says she's refusing to allow doc- doctors to examine scan. her or provide her with a sonogram of her pig baby. I was going to ask about the scan. Yeah, she she just won't have one. No. Basically, she says, "I just want to wait and be surprised, but <laughs> what my baby looks like." <laughs> I mean, I think we're all going to get a surprise. Yeah, but. Oh, this is good. So okay. she's covering about. She's covering about. My hope is that it's not a mutant pig or some kind. <laughs> it just comes out looking like a human, which I think is what the case will be. Oh yeah. my god! So she's covering about. She's covering about. She knows that the baby is a human baby. Is a human baby. She's going. Listen, I don't want it to be a mutant pig. Mm-hmm. No one does. So I'm hoping it just comes out with all my genes. Why has no one intervened and said to the family, "We know," like just gone in their face and said. We know you're lying. This is not physically possible. Yeah, but Don obviously doesn't want to imagine that his virginal daughter, who isn't married yet, has been doing it with Brent in the haystacks. Yeah. So her that's li- what's happened. He's just flowers being crossed. Yeah, so he's basically happy to admit that he might be grandfather to a piggy <laughs> in the coming months. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, if that is not an old story, I want us to follow it up. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. It's not too old. It's okay. not too old. But, I don't um, know if she has the piglet. That one goes out to David Cameron. <laughs> Long time listener, I hear. Oh, big time. Love it. <laughs> and this is going to do this one very quickly because mm-hmm. this happened this week and I felt Ooh. like we couldn't ignore it. Sure, sure. Um, what was happening? A lady, a semi-naked lady, hmm. glued her bottom to a Debenhams department store in Croydon. Oh. Um, she's got long grey hair. If you Google her, you can just Google, I imagine, naked woman, Debenhams, oh. Croydon. Yeah, I reckon there's there can only be one story about yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, she's a grey-haired woman. She had a, a microphone. Um, she had a sash reading World's Grumpiest Woman. What the hell? She stuck her bum to the... She had a thong on. Oh, okay. So basically the the police came bad. and said, we can't do anything because she's not technically naked. What uh, about the boobs? Were they covered by the sash? I think a sash. And the grey hair. Yeah, well, yeah, long grey hair. Lovely. Um, and she was overheard complaining, there's nothing on telly. What the hell? Yeah. Is she okay? I mean, probably. Is she still not, there? How do you get someone off? Uh, how not? How do you get someone <laughs> off? Absolutely not the right time to be doing that. How do you get a person unstuck from a Debenhams chair? I don't know. Nail varnish remover. I mean, how I use that, that for this everything. This literally just happened. This is crazy. Nail varnish remover. Although I think that the glue probably didn't hold. I mean, do you think it would have held? You, it? You'd have to use that stuff you know in those adverts where they stick a chair to a wall yes. and a guy sits in it like no more nails or yeah. whatever it is. Um, I think it would have to be that. Mm. Uh, a crowd gathered, obviously. The yes. police tried to disperse it. Oh, apparently she had a wig covering her genitals. I missed that. What the hell? Oh, what's a... Isn't it called a merkin when oh, it's a, a yeah. genital wig? Well, apparently, um, after the police arrived, they spoke to the woman and she did remove herself. I don't know how. Well, she obviously was playing at being stuck, I think she? she'd just use, like, Pritt stick. She's used craft glue, which doesn't... Or... That paste you used to have to make when you'd run out of glue, which was just flour and water. Oh. So basically bread. I used to remember, I love PVA glue. Mm. When you used to that. peel it off your finger. Oh. Oh. Imagine that off your butt. I mean, we're grown-ups now. I could probably just go and buy some PVA glue, could And we? stick it on your butt. Dreamland. Stick it on my butt and, and go and walk to um, Croydon, Debenhams and stick I my I think they've, they've suffered enough. Don't uh, go there again. A Debenhams spokeswoman said, it's great to hear customers like our window displays so much they would uh, like to be part of it. Oh. Uh, such a wanky PR thing to knob, say. Knob, you knob. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's end it on um, a top tip because yeah, I love them. Please. They make everyone's life easier. 
Um, <coughs> do you have a top one... tip how to stop coughing? No, absolutely zero. I'm mm. just going to slip my own throat in a minute. I've quite honestly had enough. I'll do yours too if you like. Right, this one's called Pretty Pebbles. Yeah. It's dreamy. Mm. This is from, oh, this is from Donna Peachy. What a lovely surname. Donna lovely Peachy name. from South Cornelly. Is that Wales? I don't. I mean, you're not Welsh. I don't. I'm, I'm not Welsh, and also you are terrible at pronouncing place names. South Cornelly. <laughs> Cornelly. If um, you're from South Cornelly, which is probably in Birmingham, where you are. Yes, it might not even be England. Mm. Who knows? Um, so here you go. You're having a kids' party. You're having mm. any South party, and uh, you need some decorations because yeah. you've run out. You've gone to the store. There isn't any left. The pound shop clothes, which is where I get all my decorations. Yes. Oh, Halloween yes. coming up. It's great for that. Um, so here's a suggestion from Donna: cover stones with tin foil. To make table decorations for parties. Cover stones with tin foil to make table decorations for parties. Yes. It's <laughs> yes. Just... Now I'll admit there's not much to it. Um, <laughs> Why do you need the stones? You could just scrunch up some tin foil. Hey, don't don't ask me. Ask Donna Peachy from South Cornelli. Uh, it's nonsense. Basically she's suggesting that you just have rocks covered in silver all over your house. And where do you put them? Just on a table? Yeah, table decorations. You know like when you have a centerpiece at Christmas or yeah. Well, don't bother spending a lot of money. Just do some, do some of that. Shit. That is your absolute worst top tip. So I'll admit. Far. And then a kids party. Little Bobby's gonna be picking that <laughs> up, Bobby. chucking it around, chucking it at the kid that's got a frozen sausage. Yeah, he's gonna be retaliating with sausages. It's gonna be an absolute bloodbath. Okay, please don't throw anything, IRL listeners, at anybody. Don't yes. break anyone's noses. It's not worth it. I would also suggest don't go around getting stones and carving them in foil. I think you've got better things to do. I think there's got to be more to this life. I think if not, write to me and Anna. We will send you one pound and you can go and yeah. buy a nice, you know, bit of bunting from the yes. pound shop. Can you still do um, post post office checks? What, what are they called? Hmm... I don't know what you're talking about. No, no one does. Great. Traveller's checks. Remember traveller's Tra- checks? No, maybe that's what I'm... God, <laughs> you I don't genuinely don't check. know. I, no, I don't think so. My parents would always take traveller's checks on holiday. Oh. It was, I never really understood what it was. The olden days. Yeah. I miss them. Simpler times. <laughs> She's got the internet now, Anna. Yeah. She's better. She's better. Yeah. All right, you have been listening to IRL Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at IRL underscore UK underscore Don't laugh when you're saying it like you're embarrassed about it. It's absolutely brilliant. It was the best solution. You can also find us on Facebook. Um, Search for I-R-L-U-K. Podcast. (laughs) Yeah, but I think we come up anyway. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Better to be safe than sorry, listeners. You'll find us. Or follow me and Anna on Twitter, at Rihanna Nev and... Wow. At Anna Alfreda. What? I can't believe you don't know that. I know yours. I know, but I was letting you say it yourself, like a cool little radio thing. Sorry, I've missed the boat. Right, we need to leave. Okay, things to do. Ciao.